Tony Robbins would say, if something fulfills three of your six human needs, you will become addicted to that thing. So my question for people working in our industry is, do you want your clients to become addicted to your business? You're listening to The Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business and career, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find a huge range of online and face-to-face courses, accredited for CECs and other continuing education points, with up to a massive 40% discount for members of Australian Fitness Network. In this episode, physical therapist and movement coach John Polly, a.k.a. JP, talks psychological, emotional and behavioural performance, meeting the six human needs and responding to the human being, not the human body, with Network's Alicia Smith. So JP, you're a physical therapist, a movement coach, an educator, you're working with clients, you write articles, you're pretty much doing everything in the fitness industry. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about what a typical day is for you in your Be Free life. Sure. Hello, everyone, and thank you for this honor of being able to uh, deliver this podcast. Yeah, so a typical day for me is it's many and varied because in terms of my client base, I tend to work one-on-one with most people. That means that most people that are sent to me will have something that other people haven't been able to help them with. So whether that some some other people might be, you know, physio or chiro or another PT or a massage therapist or, a, you know, a health coach or a life coach, there's something else going on and it seems that they need some other approach. It's not that those other approaches don't work, it's that they don't work for that particular individual. So I, I get referrals and people say, you need to see this guy. And they say, what does he do? And they say, you need to see this guy. <laughs> you defy <laughs> categorization. So, so what I then do is I, I'm really interested. I'm, movement is my kind of mechanism for, for accessing a human, basically. So we look at humans in terms of three dimensions, not just in frontal, sagittal and transverse plane, but also in mental, emotional, physical. And we know that all of that has an effect on the physical. So what we would then want to do is go, okay, then let's just have a look at this person and see why they're having trouble with whatever they're having trouble with. Normally, for me, people are coming in in pain. So we go take them through some movements. My kind of background is much more kind of myofascial. So I would use anatomy trains would be my anatomical Bible. So really, I'm looking at someone as a whole human system of elastic bands, what elastic bands are doing what, and then why is there pain over there? Because as Ida Rolf would say, where it is, <laughs> it, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so let's let's look at it from step one. Someone walks in through the door yeah. with you. What's your process? How do you determine where they're starting and then what the best course of action is that you're going to take? I mean, man, the process is from the moment you make eye contact with them when they step through the door is, you know, establishing rapport, mm-hmm. You know, vital, you know, dropping everything that you're doing, looking away from whatever you're doing, whoever you're speaking to, they are priority number one from then on. Then get some background on them, as you would do for any new client. Then, okay, then are you okay with going through a few movements? We take them through a, a few movements to, you know, in my case, whole body movements in the central, frontal, and transverse plane. 
and that will that will tell me what's going on with their body so in other words i'm i'm interested in discovering from their body what is going on i'm asking their body what is going on their body is revealing some things that they may not even realize it's revealing and from then on okay then where are the limitations okay then i then i can do something about those limitations if i do something about those limitations do things get better or do they get worse because then the body's telling me something new mm. so then from then we can go okay then these are the things that your body really likes because not only does it reduce the discomfort or the dysfunction that you are experiencing but it seems to be happier and moving with better rhythm now that can be someone who's coming in and it's an elite athlete so i have professional golfers and triathletes and those kind of people that come and come and look at look at what i'm doing and then we'll have people with you know disease and dysfunction and autoimmune issues and those kind of things at the other end of the spectrum osteoarthritis you know so and what we're looking to do is basically create more freedom and 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 more rhythm in that body so if they're at the top end they get the extra two percent that they're looking for and if they're at the other end and really struggling actually they just get quality of life mm. so people think what i do isn't about performance but actually everything i do is about performance even when i tell them to take a rest day which is never a rest day it's a movement recovery regeneration. recuperation regeneration day everything is about top performance for that human that they can get at that point in time in their in their existence and then so how do you tie in you know this the psychological the emotional the behavioral stuff because obviously you've mentioned that's a really important part of what mm. you do and i think we're starting to see so much more of that in the industry trainers yeah. are really cottoning on to the fact that you could write the best program in the world but if you have a client that's not going to do it or there are underlying factors that you can't reach just by prescribing them a squat you know you're not really going to be able to impact them in any way mm. that's going to be hugely meaningful so so how do you tie that in and, and in fact what is your process what, yeah. what do you look at well, we deal with humans, not human bodies, but human beings. Mm -hmm. So really just by getting in touch with that part of yourself is, is the starting point. So, so for me, you know, one of the jokes that I kind of quite often will roll out in a presentation is that, do you know what, really what I'm going to do today is I'm going to tell you everything that you already know <laughs> on some level. And at the end, you're going to wonder if I've actually taught you anything. And so am I. Because <laughs> the thing is, is that, if I, when I start to talk about mental stuff and how it feeds the physical and emotional stuff and how it feeds the physical with people, what they then go is like, well, that makes absolute sense. I kind of knew that already. But it's almost like they didn't have the permission to recognize that, to be aware of that, to acknowledge that. For me, anywhere that you can get some sort of education which, which gives you some grounding in what mentally can be going on, and what physically can be going on and how that can actually affect the body is a really useful thing. But start at being human. Start by really connecting with your clients. Start by really understanding who they are. Because when I see some kind of movement pattern and I do some work with them and that does not change at all, I know that there is something more to that story. Whether it be mental or emotional, that's where you need to connect with people, build rapport, be really good at listening and be really good at asking the right types of questions because you know if someone's got a, a dysfunction and i and i'll go do you know what i'm so used to things changing by now how are things at work yeah so so that way we can go all right oh oh man work's been 
It's just been hellish just lately. Okay, then in what way? Is it, has it been high stress or is it just long hours? You know, so because human beings have stressors from so many different areas that the idea that if you have mental stressors and emotional stressors, that that does not affect you on the physical level. I'm hoping that that now is recognized as a thing of the past because we are one integrated system. Yes, several other systems are underlying that, but at the end of the day, we are one integrated system. If you cannot connect with that as a whole human, then you are doing yourself and your clients a disservice. I think that's a really interesting point about connection as well because you know, we see clients come into the gym after they've been perhaps sitting down at the desk all day or they've been dealing with, you know, personal stress, whatever it might be, and they come in and they just go through the motions and they don't, they're not actually checking in or really connecting with their body. And that disconnection, I feel, is something that really will massively inhibit any kind of results that someone can get. So from a trainer perspective, what's something that, that you do or what's something that you could recommend that, the, that you know, our listeners could do to help them connect with their clients and then get the clients to connect back in with themselves. Mm. There's a couple of things that, that we do. And I mean, I'm an ambassador for PTA Global. They've got an amazing thing called Dr. O, the daily readiness observation. And you can adapt from that however you wish. But it's just a series of questions to get an idea of how are they feeling right then and there? You know, when was the last time you had some water? When was the last time you had some food? What is your emotional state. So what, the way I would phrase that question is, how are your stress levels? What's your day been like <laughs> so far? How much exercise have you done this week? And how are you sleeping? How did you sleep last night? So straight away, you've got these, uh, this, this feedback on how are things going with that person? And you can have a scoring system. Like I know my good friend, you know, Dwyer, he has something called the environmental effects and he will score them out of three each time. So you can score that in your head. And incidentally, <laughs> on fitness for every everyone out there. If you have flogged yourself every single day for the seven days beforehand and you ache everywhere, you are still scoring a one out of three in the same way as someone who's done nothing for the last seven days. Ooh. You are in a similar position in terms of how you come to that session and what you can then do as that person who does nothing. So they get the same FYI. score. How would you then modify? And obviously, it's going to be incredibly individual. But mm. let's say you have someone that's got the same score because they've been one person's been flogging themselves, mm. the other person's done absolutely nothing. How would you then modify your approach? So it depends on the other things as well. Sure. So it may be that that person has flogged themselves has also been really great at their recovery, really sleeps really well, great at nutrition, great with their water. So they will score higher than the person who's been basically neglecting themselves, mm-hmm. not exercising, um, not drinking enough water, poor diet, poor sleep, high stress, they will still score more. But from a from that that whole movement perspective, they could score a, a similar amount because actually, if you if we just took that as one category, someone who's flogged themselves aches and is sore everywhere, and someone who does nothing, both of them need a very similar approach. As shocking as that may seem, <laughs> all right, because that body that's completely depleted because it's been used and abused so much that what that body needs isn't another high intensity session in the same way that someone comes to you and they are under trained they're not doing a high intensity Ooh. session either 
I mean, it would be ridiculous for them. Both of those people will be left by high intensity sessions the same the following day. So that's really, it's creating that awareness. So that's kind of number one, find out where they are. And then number two for me is I've got four movements that I'll go through, you know, one, and it's about, you know, the lateral, the sides of the body, the frontal plane, and then the sagittal plane, I'm looking at the front of the body, and there's a movement to tell me how limited are they through there. There's a movement for the posterior side, how limited are they there. And then there's the deep, so coming up through the groin and the center of our body, and there's a movement I do from there. And that, for me, it tells me about them, but it also tells them about them. So then, then they go, oh, wow, I had no idea. I was so tight there, you know. <laughs> then you get those kind of comments. Oh, wow, I feel really good today. So they're reconnecting. So you've reconnected with them with what's going on in their, in their life. And time on time, by the way, if they score one out of three for sleep every time, they will normally start talking about themselves. But if they don't, you can say, wow, that's three times in a row. You've, you've been you know, really struggling with your sleep right now. Just by giving some advice back on that, you are enhancing their life beyond that one-hour session. Yeah, and then the movement stuff. So straight away, I've got a handle on where they are that moment of that day. And number two, what is their body doing also? And one obviously can quite often feed to the other. <laughs> so you're, I mean, you're coming into sessions with your clients with, with years and years of experience. And, mm. you know, I would imagine, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that you don't walk in with a, a pre-written plan for the day. No. For newer trainers, people that are, you know, maybe just coming into the industry and, and feel like they need to walk into their sessions with a bit more preparation under their belt, mm. what would be a way that they could maybe kind of balance out a more structured approach versus having that more, I won't say reactive because I feel like that's the wrong word, but maybe that more responsive approach to the client that's in front of them? Mm. Is there a way that you could kind of meet in the middle and marry the two? I mean, definitely the... You know, the, one of the reasons I'm an ambassador for PTA Global is because they've got these, you know, they're all about science systems and tools, and they've developed some systems that, that are pretty foolproof. And, you know, they've got, you know, if you look at Dr. O, and then, you know, there's there's a variety of kind of feedback tools that, that they will use, and they are simple series of questions that you can do. And then there'll be a simple series of movements that you can do that will tell you something about that person. And then as a result of that, you've got that information. It's just like, well, what the hell do I do with that now? Well, then they've got a series of tools that you can use and go, okay, then they're this type of person. They like this type of stuff and they're in this kind of state right now. So this is where I, this is the result of that. But there are lots of people and there are lots of organizations out there that can do that. People in Perth, of course, I run a, a mentorship program, um, a four month program, where they'll learn that and a whole heap more, of course, so that they can actually have my systems for, for doing exactly that. But yeah, you're right. Uh, the further you go, the more responsive, reactive that you can be and the less that you find your writing sessions. But what I've found is the people that I've been teaching already, before they've even started with me, they know that there's a better way because they're saying, I've got these sessions written, but when the client comes in, it's I find that it's completely inappropriate. So I actually put it to one side and then we just go with, with the client. They say, wow, you're already halfway there. You know, that's a, that's a great place to be. So Monday isn't, legs because it's monday <laughs> you know what i mean mirror muscle day let's just see <laughs> it could be legs but let's let's just see for me every day is body day it's just you know the intensity to which you work and, and then and the areas on, on which you work is, is what changes so yeah i'm i'm lucky in that for the first 
eight months that I was a PT. Not only did I plan every session, I recorded every session. So I have, funny enough, they're called exercise books. <laughs> I have exercise books from 2007, and it's full of every thing that I did with every client in every session. So it's you know, it's 10 of those, and it's 10 of those. It's this much rest, and they have water then. I recorded every session, and that's how I kind of honed that part. Wow. So we all have to start somewhere. So for me, that's the way I did it because then I could look back and go, oh, this seems to be working. What have I been doing with them? And then this isn't working so well. What, what do I need to change because I've been doing this? And by that, that's how, that's how I learned really, really well. So I, I've come from being super organized and structured to being this this almost like, a, you know, you imagine someone walks in and you've got this a massive doona and you just fit it around them. And everyone is different, so they just fit it around differently. And it might make it of different stuff for different people because they respond to different types of things. This is an analogy, by the way. I do not have to. Yeah, I was like, can I come? <laughs> this sounds amazing. I want to do but that. Yeah, so we're just trying to mould ourselves yeah. to each individual. Yeah. The more the, the more people can do that, the more people, exercise professionals can do that, I think they'll find that the more successful they'll be. That's awesome. And so from the coaching side, obviously one of the sessions that you're delivering here at Filex this year is about six human needs. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that and how, you know, what's the key message or the key things that you want fitness professionals to understand about the six needs and how they can be applying them with their clients? This is it's kind of exciting and scary at the same time. For me, that's a particular session. I, I never do lectures. I always do workshops. So for me to stand at the front of a room and talk for 75 minutes, wow. That's intense. So for, so for me to not be physically moving around a huge amount is going to be an interesting kind of perspective. It's also in the coaching stream, and I've never been in the coaching stream before. So yes, I talk about the human condition all the time, and I, and I do coach and mentor all the time. It's just that I've actually stepped into that realm for this one. I have never been to a Tony Robbins weekend or anything like that, by the way. So I have no affiliation with Tony Robbins, but the this idea of the six human needs, he's worked with millions of people and he's come up and he said, everyone has these needs and they all need to fulfill them. And it's the way we go about fulfilling them that can be healthy or not, or it can be neutral. So you've got certainty, variety, significance, connection, growth, and contribution. Now, those concepts, I'm going to take his word for it that he's tested this out in many countries with millions of people, okay? I'm willing to accept those needs as real. So I'm not going to go any further into discussing is there other others. No, we're just going to talk about those. So if everyone needs those, everyone needs to fulfill those. That got me thinking one day about two years ago when I did a Facebook post and I said, do you know what? Can our industry, as a coach, as a PT, could we tick each box of certainty, variety, significance, connection, growth, and contribution in every session? Can we do that? Can everyone have some certainty? Well, what, what, what does that mean? Well, it could be just the facility that they come to. Mm. Turning up the same whole, time, you know, same place. Yeah, there's a whole lot same more training. than that, but which I'll go to in, in the session. And then, okay, then, but variety, because, man, if you get certainty, certainty, certainty. So in other words, you control everything. Or well, can you imagine if every single day were the same? That would kind of blow your mind with boredom. Mm -hmm. So we need variety also. So how do, how can you kind of 
approach that well man there's there's different types of people out there in the world and and some of them kind of really like to be super varied and others really like to be structured so how do you provide variety for a structured human and how do you provide variety for someone who loves variety and how do you get the balance between the two and how do you do that in a healthy way because some people find variety through drug taking for example you know that's how they kind of find their way in the world so then you'll get um then you'll go to significance well everyone needs to feel special and important so can we do that for human beings that come and work with us i would be so disappointed if our clients do not feel that they're number one in our world for their time that, that they're with us so a good example of that might be if you're a trainer and you're paying more attention to your phone or Facebook or chatting with other trainers on the gym floor, yeah. then you're probably going to rob that client of their sense of significance. Absolutely. Or what if they walk in the door and you notice them and you continue doing what you're doing mm. and chatting with who you are, even if it's with another client, acknowledgement and, and, the, and the right eye contact and the right facial expression, etc., is really, really important. So... Can we provide that? Can we provide connection? Well, the category is love or connection. Tony would say, hey, everyone looks for love, but a lot of people settle for connection. We're not suggesting that we fall in love with each of our clients, because <laughs> that way madness lies, as Shakespeare would say. Um, but what we are saying is, man, if we are not connecting with people, if they don't feel connected to us and, and us to them, again, something's significantly wrong with the, the industry or the facility or your, the way you go about things if we're not connecting with them, because only through human connection can we really create change. And growth and contribution were they the, the first four Tony would say their personality needs, and then the the last two growth and contribution are more spiritual needs. They I, I love his he says it's where all the joy is. So growth is a sense of their own growth, and contribution is actually a sense of them giving. So with growth, some people don't even realise the development that they're making. So with growth, I mean my my argument is it's actually more about an awareness, mm. creating that awareness. So saying, hey, you know, when you first came in three months ago, do you remember you can even do that? You know, it's those conversations to create create more more awareness of the change, the progress. Because again, quote from Tony, progress equals happiness. Mm. So they need to feel that they are growing in some way, grow or die. And contribution, well, they need to feel that they're giving to others. Well, isn't it? right that you can't give to others unless you've given to yourself so first of all we need to get them realizing that the contribution that they're making to themselves by being with you is really really important and if they're one of those kind of real kind of guardian type characters what we you know if you look at genotyping it's much more about endomorphic kind of range they're all they're going to be about no i'm about giving to others well hey guess what how can you do that even better by making sure that you've got the fuel Mm. from which to fuel that fire for others. Now, in the session, I'm going through a number of kind of strategies that you can do to provide certainty and to provide variety and significance and connection and growth and contribution because there are ways you can do that. And also we discuss a few of the finer points on how, how do some people find that negatively, some neutrally, and some uh, more positively because there are lots of things that, that you can use to fulfill those needs. So violence is a, is, a, is a classic. It fulfills about four of the six human needs immediately. So that's, that kind of explains certain things in, in difficult areas. 
for me, you know, in the last four years, I've, I've become a parent of three. So for me, if you look at parenthood, it fulfills every human need. <laughs> now, Tony Robbins would say, if something fulfills three of your six human needs, you will become addicted to that thing. So my question for people working in our industry is, do you want your clients to become addicted to your business? Because all you have to do is tick three of the six boxes. I want to show you how to tick six of the six boxes. If you can tick three of the six boxes, what a great thing for your client to become, in inverted commas, addicted to. That's so cool. And I mean, for people like myself that aren't super comfortable going out as a salesperson and selling themselves as a trainer or selling the, you know, what they do in their business, what better way to do it than to let your service speak for itself? Mm. And then you create those raving addicted fans and mm. they're going to go and tell all of their friends as well. Mm. So it's, you're, you know, creating a phenomenal service that really positively impacts your clients, but you're also helping grow your own business yeah, at the same time. Absolutely. That is so cool. So we're out of time for today, but tell us how can people find out more about you, your mentorships, where they can come and train with you or, or you know, learn more from you. So I have a website, of course, as everyone does. Uh, it's uh, Be Free MLW, Mike Lima Whiskey at, sorry, not at, dot com dot au. <laughs> you can contact me, jp at au. You can check out, as I'm on Facebook page, Be Free, and there's also, well, there's two Be Free pages. There's a business page for the locality, Be Free Movement Lifestyle Wellness, and Be Free the other page which I run, which is more for the industry. So that will be where we've got about a thousand people worldwide who just connect with that. And I run that page personally, and I will always be posting videos and photos and scientific articles. And I mean, and I love it. I just love all of the updates and it's so much varied information, but everything is super interesting. So it's great. So that's, that's why I want it to be an access point of both information and entertainment, I guess. Yeah, and it's definitely that. <laughs> and then do you have any upcoming mentorships or anything that we can tell people? I've about? literally just started one last weekend. That's the next four-month program. So the next one after that will, won't be until towards the end of the year, around about October, we'll be starting the next one. So if you're based in WA, you only actually actually have to come in and, and access it once a month. The rest is done kind of remotely. So even if you're further out, you can travel in. In terms of mentoring, I, I do mentor people uh, in a, a number of places in New Zealand. And I've got a guy who's just moved to Kenya who continues wow. to do some things. So across Australia, New Zealand and other places, we can do that all through Skype. And I'm, I'm the guy to talk to more for about bringing you into your business as opposed to sales and marketing and those kind of things because there are guys who are far better than than that than me for sure so i'm more about how do you can it's the human side of our business and how do we how do we actually make that work for us how do you reflect what you are authentically you in your business because then you'll be far more successful because the expression of you in your business everyone connects with that fantastic thank you so much jp for joining the fitness industry podcast Good luck with all your sessions and looking forward to seeing more of the six human needs and all of your 3D coaching that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you. For a range of online courses to grow your training skills, including Six Human Needs, Where Do You Fit In As A Coach by John Polly, head to the network website. And remember, network members make big savings on this and all other courses offered by network. 
Go to fitnessnetwork.com.au slash CEC today to grow your business skills and fitness career.